Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today is a new week. Today is Monday, guys. It's time to set new goals for the week. What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to improve? What do I want to work on this week? It's important to set your direction, guys, because that way it's going to be easier for you to prioritize what to say yes to and what to say no to. And it doesn't mean to say yes or no to other people offering you to do things or to commit your time and energy to. It's also about what you personally choose to do, what activities you say yes to and say no no to. At the end of the day, each day and each week and each month, we want to do things that make make it feel like we are living a life that means something to, to us. We are living a meaningful life. And now for different people, it can mean different thing. And also it can change over the course of our lives. But today, dedicate yourself to to living things through things that are meaningful to you. And for this week, set the direction that is meaningful to you. Where do you want to make some progress and move something forward? So think about that. But besides that, yesterday, it was Sunday. And on some Sundays, I dedicate practically the whole day besides exercise and eating, some walking to writing. Uh, Yesterday I was writing this blog that I was dreading to write because um, it required from me to put a lot of things that I know about into this more concise format that you guys or anyone who read it can use. I'm talking about Athletic Edge and writing about that and writing about those nutrients that we talked about through the whole last week. I was writing about those nutrients and then the difficulty was to put it into practice, like how an average person without having to count everything and register all the food in the app all the time, every single day, like how a regular person without all of that complication uh, can eat to eat to consume all these nutrients that are important for athletic performance, for exercise, for fitness, but also for life full of energy and vitality and where you can feel like you have no limit because if you support your body and your brain with everything they need it will feel like you do have no limit and you won't have no limit uh, at least uh, not in the future you know every day there is only so much we can do but over the years so we can do so much more when we support ourselves so i was uh, struggling with this blog but i did it i wrote it i need to do a little bit more editing today because at the end of the day i don't usually do well with any sorts of editing today i wanted to share key takeaways from this blog simple eating patterns that you can start adapting every week, I recommend to take your week and implement those eating patterns that will allow you most probably, and nutrition is not this precise science where you can weigh every gram and know exactly how much of everything is there and is going to be absorbed in your body. Not yet, anyway. So 
Uh, let's um, let's get to it. I'm gonna share with you these eating patterns that will allow you easier to eat all these nutrients that are important for athletes. And let's first um, let's first talk about those nutrients, right? Uh, those nutrients are zinc, super important for protein synthesis. That not just important for our muscles, but also for everything our body does, because every reaction requires some sort of protein molecules to make this reaction happen. Um, iron, super important for energy production because it helps to create red blood cells that carry oxygen um, all over our body. And without oxygen, our cells cannot make any energy. And without energy, there is no great workout or there isn't, I mean, you, you're not going to have energy for anything really. So iron and most people statistically, you know, they did those statistics and 80, about 80%, um, probably more, people are deficient in those nutrients like zinc or iron. Calcium and vitamin D, those foods, you know, calcium is important for cell communication. Every time our body is trying to communicate something from our brain to our cells, to our organs, to our tissues, everybody, our, every time our body is trying to contract muscles, uh, our heart muscle, our stomach muscle, including we need calcium for that and calcium also of course is needed for bone health for our teeth that are crucial you know to eat your food to move around and uh, work effectively against gravity uh, but calcium can only do its job when there is vitamin d present and again most people are deficient or getting some supplement that are not really working out for them and foods are much better sources after the sun is the second best source and with the sun guys that i also write about my in my blog you can't just get in the middle of winter like one of my acquaintances told me like i just you know people just believe in magic they believe whatever they want to believe and so he told me that we can get sun just um, exposing our basically hands to sun to the sun any time of the year anywhere like in the middle of Siberia, in the middle of winter, you do that and you're going to get all the vitamin D you need. Like some people believe in, in that, even though by science it is proven as in Northern Europe, for example, Northern America, you can only get sufficient vitamin D to use and to store for winter between 11 and 3 p.m. in the afternoon um, from the months either April or May till September or October, depending on high, how close to the north you are or how far you are from it um, and you need to do it three times a week and sunny weather 10 minutes will be enough for fair skin if you have a darker skin it, uh, it's going to be a little bit more not sure how much more and that's the science and of course you can say you know there is conspiracy and all the scientists not you know they're like covering some truth to sell us vitamin d supplements but guys like I, I don't know who's gonna do that really uh, it, it's just uh, it is funny that some people would rather believe that than scientific evidence that that's what our body does anyhow that's about vitamin d and some rant about my conversations with some people um b vitamins 
If you are interested in getting energy, you need your B vitamins because it is not enough to just eat food. You need those B vitamins to extract that energy from the foods you are eating. Plus, B vitamins are crucial and essential for our mental health, our nerve health. So they are actually uh, involved in producing different substances to support our nerve function or to create the... Um, kind of like insulation for our nerves to trans so the signals are transmitted effectively and efficiently so we could we could learn stuff and memorize stuff. So a lot of things B vitamins are involved in. But also they are essential for energy production. They're like again those keys that unlock the energy in our food for ourselves to use. So B vitamins. Uh, in this blog, we, you can read about the best sources for B vitamins. And of course, our favorite electrolytes, potassium, well, actually magnesium, I don't think it's uh, considered to be electrolyte, but potassium is definitely one of the major body's electrolytes. We need quite a lot of it, 4.7 grams, as they say. And if you sweat more, if you exercise more, if you're a bigger person, you'll need more. And most people are not eating enough because most of electrolytes come in the form of fruits and vegetables. And a lot of people do not eat enough of fruits and vegetables, um, like eating other stuff, but not so much a vegetable lovers. Um, I actually am committed to be the person who eats the most vegetables. So I'm on my way there eating about a kilo of vegetables uh, and probably a little bit more with all the fruit I'm eating too. So anyhow, that's where we're getting potassium. And then we're in the block, I'm talking about magnesium that is involved in some sources say 300 reactions, some sources say 600 reactions, but it is very important for um, almost everything that our body that our body does. So magnesium helps produce energy, protein synthesis, relaxes muscles and nerves, calms the mind, helps the calcium absorption, regulation of blood pressure and heart rhythm, and so many other things. So magnesium is important. So to sum it up, guys, if you want to be eating all of these nutrients on a regular basis, you want to create your own eating pattern or routine that will allow, that will allow you to do so without having to count anything. So what do I propose you to do? Well, first, focus on those potassium-rich vegetables that you can find in my blog, the link to which you can find in the show notes. So potassium-rich vegetables and fruit. For example, as an athlete and somebody who exercises a lot um, or who moves a lot, who is active, um, a great practice after your activity, eat a plate of potassium-rich fruit like apricots, plums, um, bananas, uh, but a lot of fruit would actually have a good amount of potassium, but especially uh, plums, apricots, apricots, and bananas uh, when we are talking about sweet fruit. Um, avocado is probably the richest in potassium fruit. Anyhow, so that kind of fruit platter, like I have this big fruit plate that I am eating every single day after my workouts. <clears throat> so eat that fruit platter, then eat about 700-800 grams or um, about 1.5 pounds, 2 pounds, even better, of raw and cooked veggies. Most of them will be cooked, probably. Uh, potassium-rich vegetables. To familiarize yourself with those potassium-rich vegetables, 
It's not a big list, but still quite long. There are many, so you can choose. It's not like one vegetable and you have to use it till the rest of your life. No, check out the blog on Create Yourself That Today. Again, the link is in the show notes for those potassium-rich veggies. And make sure that you distribute those 1.52 pounds or about, you know, 800 grams or one kilo of vegetables throughout the day, different meals. And it's not even that much, you know, 250 grams of vegetables. Those vegetables, they have almost, you know, just water and then fiber and all the potassium and other vitamins and minerals. Anyhow, it's not that much, guys, 250 grams of vegetables per meal if you're eating three meals a day. So vegetables, fruit platter, those are great eating routines that will deliver a bunch, a bulk of your potassium. And then when it comes to animal foods, you want to include a variety of different animal foods for your B vitamins and also for your minerals like zinc, like iron, and other minerals and other vitamins besides the B vitamins. You want to include variety of animal foods and variety that are rich in those different nutrients. Not all of the animal products are created equal. Like, for example, if you take chicken breast and chicken thigh, chicken thigh is actually more nutrient-dense. So red, dark meat is always more nutrient-dense. So the variety of animal products, and specifically I want you to focus on liver, chicken liver, very high in almost all B vitamins. I think in all B vitamins, actually. So once a week, for example, Monday, make it, instead of meatless Monday, make it chicken liver Monday and eat like 10 ounces of it. And you'll probably won't have to worry about B vitamins like too much um, at all if you do that every Monday. Then maybe Tuesday, make your make it your shellfish day. Especially focus on oysters and mussels. Those deliver a lot of zinc, a lot of iron. So when you eat, for example, one day, you eat a lot of them. Um, they really don't have a lot of calories. Plus, they have uh, a lot of omega-3 fatty acids. So focus on shellfish, on oysters, on mussels once a week. And again, there is going to be a bunch of minerals and vitamins. They're also rich in B vitamins. Then maybe one day a week, make it about red meat, some pork, some beef that are high in B vitamins. Not all of them, but um, if you add on top of that, uh, maybe some oatmeal, maybe a couple of servings of nuts and seeds, specifically seeds like pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, hemp seeds. Those are really high in some nutrients like zinc, magnesium. For example, pumpkin seeds are really high in zinc and magnesium. Magnesium 60% per ounce and zinc 20% per ounce. I'm talking about pumpkin seeds and sesame seeds per one ounce, 20% of your calcium. Hemp seeds are quite high in some B vitamins plus omega-3, omega-6, and omega-9 fatty acids. So hemp seeds are also amazing. So eat them. Peanuts are also great for some B vitamins and also as a source of minerals. So peanuts, eat your peanuts. They're actually quite good. So if you don't have allergy, don't eliminate them. That should be, I think, if you want to snack, that should be your snack. Um, Anyhow, so one day a week you do some pork beef. And um, 
try to heat about 10 ounces the whole day or a little bit more, but once a day, because the body can accumulate nutrients. Not all of the nutrients that our body can store for a long time, like B vitamins, because they are water-soluble, but they our body can store them for some time. So um, that's probably, you know, how we used to eat uh, during our evolution. We would hunt one animal and would we would eat that animal. And only after we finish with that, we're going to go and find some other food. We wouldn't hunt for, like, everything altogether, eggs, shellfish, and... I don't know, deer and um, some duck flying around, right? We would probably, again, be eating like that. One day you eat a lot of this, the next day you eat a lot of that. And as long as it's, you know, consistent over the course of a week or a couple of weeks, then we're going to be fine. So anyhow, one day you eat liver, one day you eat a lot of mussels and oysters, one day you eat pork and beef. The leaner the meat, the darker the meat, the more nutrients it has, guys. Don't forget about that. Fat by itself is a very nutrient-poor nutrient. Chicken, then the next day you might eat some chicken, some turkey. Again, focus on dark meat, maybe some eggs. Maybe you add eggs on other days too. Then on some day you might eat a lot of fatty fish like salmon, maybe some tuna there, sardines, you know, especially with bones for all your calcium. So every day... Just eat one of those foods, liver, shellfish, pork, beef, chicken, eggs, fatty fish, about 10 ounces of that. Don't forget to include some calcium-rich foods, like maybe, by the way, the list of calcium-rich foods uh, is on, in this blog too, on my website. Create yourself that today. The link is in the show notes. So for calcium, you might eat 40 grams of Parmesan for 40% of your calcium, or 40 grams of Picorino, or... Um, for like 30%, you might have some yogurt, regular yogurt. Or something something else, you know, sesame seeds would have some calcium. Um, check out the full list on the website. But make sure that you do consume calcium on a regular basis because it is very important for heart health, for blood pressure, for muscle contraction, for uh, nerve cells and other cells communication. So calcium. Um don't forget to get sun or vitamin D rich foods. And by the way, guys, fatty fish is a great source of vitamin D. Uh, and also on my website, you will find a vitamin D superfood that you don't need a lot of to get a whole bunch of vitamin D that can serve you for a week or for a couple of weeks, depending on how much you're going to consume. On a regular basis, probably every day, you want to add some wakame or kelp, dried seaweed that you reconstitute just a couple of grams of it, a couple of grams, will add all the iodine you need. And iodine is quite hard to get from a lot of other foods. So every day, I personally mix a little bit of seaweed with sauerkraut. That is great for our digestive health, full of probiotics. I mix it, just about 20 grams of it per day. And I eat it with my meals. And that way, again, I deliver probiotics and I deliver so much needed iodine for our thyroid health and a lot of other aspects of our health. Eat your avocados because they are super rich in potassium. And that's about it, guys. And you see, I named a lot of different foods, right? And you can only really eat a nutrient-dense diet if you focus on that and understand that you got to 
be eliminating all the other crap that is nutrient poor. Like if we take pasta or pizza or bread, they are quite nutrient poor. Now, some people tell me, geez, Angela, so what about those whole grains? Oh, I forgot actually, beans, high in folate that a lot of other foods are poor in. So I would include beans two, three times a week for sure. Um, so again, a lot of people are asking me, geez, Angela, like what about those whole grains? They are full of like B vitamins and fiber. Well, actually, compared to animal foods, they're really poor in B vitamins. And you have to eat like a kilo of that specific grain, whatever your favorite grain is, to get all the B vitamins you need. Like a kilo. Can you imagine the amount of that? And I'm talking about dry weight, not even cooked. And what about fiber? You know, fiber you can find in all the vegetables and fruit you're going to eat and all the beans and nuts and seeds. There is going to be plenty of fiber, guys. You don't need whole grains for that. And grains are proven not to be for our, not to be super great for our digestive health, irritating our gut very often. And especially if your gut was compromised by poor diet and lifestyle prior to that. So... I would not think that grains are very nutritious. Now, there are other foods that are more nutritious. And again, about these patterns, you can read more on my blog. You can find also a lot of different foods that have, that also where I specify the percentages for every food, like how much this food will cover your daily need. So check out the website. I did, I think, pretty good job. Just need to do some editing. And it's really one of the best resources out there, guys, where you find all this information put all together. All the nutrients that an athlete or an active person, a person who is interested in maximizing health, need and put into eating patterns and the examples of foods with exact amounts and not some stuff like fortified cereals. I'm like really blown away, guys. Forgive me for my rant. But you look at those governmental website dedicated to nutrition and nutrition policies. And for the best sources of B vitamins, they would, or vitamin D or like calcium, they would say something like fortified cereal. Like this is the best source. But what about all these other whole foods that are actually much better? They do not contain sugar natural vitamins and minerals are absorbed times better than all this fortified stuff. Why would you like put on your website that fortified cereal is the best source? Like how little knowledge should a person have to say that, that the only way to get those nutrients are fortified cereals? Like what did we do before fortified cereals? <coughs> oh, sorry guys. Um, I think I'm talking too much and that's why my voice is giving up on me. So anyhow, check out my blog, What Can I Tell You? And this podcast episode is going to be the last this week. I'm going for a short vacation just for five days to the Black Sea uh, in the south of Russia. And then after that, I'm going to be moving a lot again, but we're going to be doing podcasting. But I feel like I need some rest to recharge my batteries under the sun and get all the vitamin D. And also think about the ideas that will bring the most value to guys. 
And if you do have any ideas, feel free to share with me via my website where you can find my email or on any social media that I'm active on. And again, don't forget to check out my blog, read it with someone else who you can discuss it with, maybe go shopping with, cook with, eat with, practice it with, because guys, together we'll learn better, we remember better, we're more motivated to uh, commit to these new practices, because guys, these things will only work and will deliver to you amazing amount of health and energy if you practice them regularly. And the only way to start practicing them regularly is to make them a part of your daily routine. A routine that you can sustain, maintain without thinking. So that's why I'm talking these days about eating patterns. Because you're not going to remember all these numbers. Even I forget them often how many of each vitamin or how much of each vitamin that each food has. But I do remember that I created these food patterns based on my knowledge. And I'm eating this way, so I must be okay. And that's what I would like you to do. Create your own patterns. If you have questions, I can help you with that. That you can implement into your lifestyle and do them without thinking. And if you do them with someone, someone you're going to share this podcast and my blog post, then it's going to be so much easier and you're going to be so much more motivated. So share, re-listen to this episode to learn better. Have an awesome week. Commit to something that is meaningful to you. And as usual, guys, till next time, eat better daily.